0: Justin McClue and Colin Cunningham
1: and who do we have on the line what what somebody else
0: I am Joe Ramoni from Hats Off Entertainment
1: hello Joe welcome to the podcast thank you so
0: much for having me guys hello
2: Joe (laughs)
1: hello joe uh so i'm a big fan of your your youtube channel hats off entertainment uh i think i discovered it in i think it was 2020 with your um planes trains and automobiles episode Ah. uh which was like the uh the missing version of of planes trains and automobiles because of all the stuff that was cut out and i found it very very interesting and i i'm pretty sure i've watched uh probably all your videos i love the the ones that talk about like yeah, kind of obscure, bad, usually like '90s movies. I guess that would be like the forgotten failures ones. Yeah. But you also do ones where you talk about like movies that are underappreciated. Um, so, uh, how long have you been doing the YouTube channel?
0: Since about 2020, so it kind of got oh, timed wow. right with the pandemic. Uh, you know, and I've, I've been doing. You know, I have YouTube work out there that collectively has like 400 views. So not great stuff. But yeah, it just uh, hats off was a project I launched during the pandemic. I was a little bit bored. And uh, it fortunately took off. So it's been great to uh, connect with people. And I was listening to you, your podcast and uh, I heard April, I think it was your, when you did Ernest Scared Stupid. And mm-hmm. you mentioned, oh, I watched this YouTube video on Jim Varney from Hats Off. And it was like, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the TV. Like That's me. <laughs> I, I felt that way. So it's been so cool to connect with you and, and find out that, you know, you were listening to my work as well.
1: That's great. How did, how did you find our podcast?
0: Believe it or not, we were uh, launching a podcast uh, extension of our channel. And uh, the, originally, the concept was exactly what you guys are doing. It was going to be just uh. profiling like movies that are notoriously bad and trying to find the good things in them. So, your podcast actually helped us like figure out our own niche, uh, which we kind of do like almost cult classics, so movies that could have had a bigger cult following. So, thanks to the great work you're doing, it kind of pushed us in a new direction and helped us find our voice. So, it was great.
3: Hey, that's
1: cool. That's great to hear. <laughs> I'm yeah, thank you.
0: Putting my
2: hand out for the check. Yeah, there you, you go. You know,
0: for <laughs> uh, the royalties.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, baby's day out. Oh that's what we're talking gosh. about today. <laughs> uh, uh, the
2: smiles <laughs> are already on our faces. We're all ready to laugh, right, guys?
3: It, it, yeah, it feels like I've seen this movie before, but I, I have not. This is my first watch. Were you the but, baby? Uh, no <laughs> okay <laughs> baby bink
2: now is um, anyone gonna come in here uh i'm looking at you joe or april and be like this is a four star movie
1: i'm gonna say no on my okay. for, for me um joe? i did see this as a kid i recall that
2: uh um, no not a four star for me
0: um I, you know, I, you guys talked about doing this before. I feel like I've heard it mentioned on the show before. I'm
2: not sh-
4: yes. I yeah. feel yeah. like I've come it. up a few times. Yeah,
2: okay. because yeah. I, I watched it with some of my friends and it's always been a point of interest for me because I'm kind of fascinated by the career of Patrick Reed Johnson, the mm-hmm. uh, director of this film. Yeah. I don't know if you got how familiar you guys are with his films. I, I saw he did some uh, Dragonheart sequels uh n- and spaced invaders uh, he didn't direct the. he was supposed to direct the original dragon and he was fired Ooh. and i think they still use his story by credit which is why he keeps yeah based on characters created
3: oh by. okay so that yeah. was a director's guy mm-hmm. i hate the new imdb by the way it's oh like, it's awful you're just <laughs> now complaining yeah, about it it's been bad for like a year so that was probably just like uh listing his writing credits or something. so you know what's yeah. funny about
0: him he like maybe like I don't know. This is going back when the IMD message boards were a thing. I remember yeah. he was like actively commenting on his movies mm. uh boards. He would he would engage with fans. And oh, he, had he this still
2: m- does on Letterboxd.
0: Does he really? Yeah, yeah, he had this movie I think that's been in production for like fifteen oh. years called Five Twenty Five Seventy Seven. Oh.
2: Yes. Oh yeah. It's been fifteen years and it's out now. And I remember watching the first trailer. the The premise is like it's the trailer makes it look like a kid wants to go see Star Wars on the first day that it comes out. Mm-hmm. That's not what the movie's about. It takes place over like years of the kid's life. It feels, mm-hmm. and the final movie, because he was never able to really complete it, is such a fascinating train wreck filled <laughs> with like green screen and cobbled together scenes. The film is two hours and twelve minutes long. So oh a complete a complete
0: repeat of Baby's Day Out in terms yeah, of well, Baby's special Day effects <laughs> that don't quite line up. And
2: <laughs> oh man, he wishes he had Baby's Day Out. I mean, Baby's Day Out, for uh, we'll get into it, did cost $50 million yeah. to make. Oh my
3: God.
1: And also LucasArts worked on it and ILM
3: worked on it. Yeah, this was a big deal because I think the... I think the, the, there was, like, one shot where Baby Bink is looking out over Chicago, and it does this pan over, and I think that was a, a, a CGI. Yeah, a real, and the very, funny story about
0: him was that he—actually, John Hughes hired him to direct Dennis the Menace. Oh, was it Dennis the Menace? Oh. I thought it was Home Alone. That no, time. no, it was Dennis the Menace, and, like, I guess he decided to give John Hughes some notes on that, like, right before they went into production. And, like, oh. his agent apparently called him and was like, uh, yeah, you're, you're off the project. Oh my god! Whoa. I think I think it was like years later, like he never expected to hear from John Hughes again. And like he got a phone call at 3 a.m. And John Hughes was like, I've got this script. Uh, you know, I'm, he kind of apologized for everything that happened, said, you know, I thought you hated the movie. I thought you didn't want to do it. And uh, was like, I got this other script about a kid that like battles bad guys in slapstick ways. And I think he felt so pressured at that point in his career, like not to piss off John Hughes. So he agreed to do it. <laughs> When it was like apparently this legendary script in the industry, like this unfilmable movie about like a baby.
2: How would it read? It's like the baby then crosses the street and cars almost hit him. Now, yeah. I just checked as Joe was talking. Uh, Patrick Reed Johnson does claim he passed on Home Alone.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay. that's what he says. Haunted well,
2: by it. That's another
0: like weird thing where I think Chris Columbus was supposed to direct Christmas Vacation and mm. Shocker did not see eye to eye with Chevy Chase. So he dropped out of <laughs> that. And John, Hughes, I feel like John Hughes just had a, a desk full of scripts that was like, oh, oh yeah. you don't want to do this one. Here's another one for you. Just go do that one. And I'm, I'm fascinated by John Hughes, like post Home Alone, because you look at the John Hughes of the 80s versus the John Hughes after 1990. And it's almost like two completely different filmographies and styles.
4: Yeah. Mm
2: hmm. I'm kind of fascinated how John Hughes just kind of like quietly retired after, uh, what's the movie that I always think it's like a spinoff of something else, the last film that he directed?
0: The last film uh, he directed was Curly Sue, which was Curly the only Sue, one, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Oh I, I God, can't blame I him because I think Jim Belushi would make anyone
2: walk away from the industry forever, so. <laughs> <laughs> the Belush, we're big fans on this oh, podcast. Yeah. and He's like at the time that he passed away, I remember to, uh, you know, speaking of patron saints, Kevin Smith went to his funeral
4: <laughs> Oh god! and he mentioned
2: on a podcast that like his wife said that he never stopped writing up until oh. the day that he died.
0: Yeah. Oddly enough, apparently he became really good friends with like Vince Vaughn towards the end of his life. Like the two of them are <laughs> really good that? friends. Yeah. And uh, he was just like he was there if anyone sought him out, you know, in like suburban Chicago where he had this farm. And I guess just like occasionally people would reach out to him, but he was just he was not interested in doing anything regarding Hollywood.
2: That's a bummer. I mean, maybe he's like, I've said everything I needed to say with my trilogy (laughs) of She's Having a Baby, which is actually more interesting than people would think, considering that it's like the forgotten John Hughes directed film, Uncle Buck and Curly Sue.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird that he walked away from directing, but kind of kept producing and writing and cranking out these scripts because, you know, I think he enjoyed that more because he could just like do it at home. You know, he didn't have to really mm-hmm. engage with the yeah, Hollywood system. True. He could just write these scripts in his you know, his office and pass them on.
2: One of his last story by credits was the Judd Apatow production Drill Bit Taylor. We all remember oh Drill Bit Taylor, God. right?
3: No. Uh, I mean, I remember yeah. it, but what, I it? didn't see it. Uh, Owen
2: Wilson? Yeah, yeah Owen Wilson. <laughs> Credited <laughs> oh
0: my God as Edmund Dante's on that one. He, he had a pen name that he would use for like movies he was in like cuz that was the thing. There were scripts of his just in circulation in Hollywood and You know, studios would I think Made in Manhattan is another one that he had written. He wrote years ago and they, you know,
2: Dante's credit.
0: Yeah. Found in a drawer somewhere. I'm like, all right, let's make. And he was, you know, I guess when you write like that, you have the option to use a different name if you don't want to be associated with it. And he did that for a lot of movies towards like the end of his career.
2: Yeah, if you look wow. at his screenwriting credits, it's kind of wild. The stinkers that he did, like uh, 101 Dalmatians, the live-action version, Flubber. Mm-hmm. He's credited with writing, not just Story By, on Home Alone 3.
1: Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I did know that. Um, not that I've seen that movie. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, Christmas is seen, coming.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but, like, he was such a big name. Like, doesn't this, like, movie start off with, like, a John Hughes Production or, or something yeah, like that. Like, yeah, like, his name is, like, front and center. Yeah.
0: Well, he was 20th Century Fox's kind of like golden boy there because, you know, Warner was supposed to produce Home Alone and he wanted like an extra $2 million, which they wouldn't give him. So he called their bluff and took it to Fox weeks before it was supposed to start filming. And, you know, it became such a mega hit that Fox was willing to just sanction anything by him. Like, that's why I think this movie has such a high budget and why they kind of just let it get out of control because they really, those first two Home Alone movies made them so much money and yeah. you look at the movies he did after this and it's like, you know, Miracle on 34th Street and, you know, there were some other ones for Fox that just did not. I think Dutch, I don't know if you ever saw that one, it's kind of like a, another oh, Thanksgiving Ed, road trip movie.
3: Yeah, it was Ed O'Neill, I think. Was yeah. That
0: one. yeah. So it's like they were willing to just kind of let him do whatever. And uh, I think it wasn't until like Home Alone 3 in 97, which were they were kind of they all parted ways and didn't didn't work together after that
4: oh wow
2: but you know they're giving the keys to the kingdom to uh patrick reed johnson (laughs) i was surprised to learn that i thought this is the one that killed his career but a couple years after this he made angus which is like kind of like a 90s classic that people if they saw it when they were the right age they love it has Mm. like a really 90s soundtrack that is probably its biggest uh claim to fame who's Who's in
1: that um angus no, ha- yeah angus think he of, plays I think himself i think i've heard of it but i don't know what it is
2: george c scott is in it what? <laughs> oh boy
4: God. kathy oh my bates God. kevin
2: Connolly. um what is uh, it about is it like a teen movie wait, wait irvin kershner is yeah it's a teen it's like a high school it's like uh the main teen angus is a bit of a loser who some would say is a little chubby and okay. yep. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, sorry. The synopsis of Angus is a miserable fat teenager secretly has a crush on the class beauty.
0: <laughs> and is that I'm uh, laughing uh, George already? George C. Scott? Is he the, is he the fat <laughs> yeah. teenager? That'd be He's playing amazing. playing a teenager. He could do anything. That's <laughs> kind
2: of like Clifford, but it's George C. Scott. As oh, a...
0: I
4: would love oh, that. I
3: would that. That would be amazing. I, uh,
2: wait, Irvin Kirshner has a main role in the movie. It's like, what? Angus what? is like, listen, I need all my cameos like um, John <laughs> the Murderer Landis does. We got Irvin <laughs> Kirshner and.
3: Murder <laughs> uh. a friend of mine once
2: said that and it's stuck in my head uh, <laughs> since then has
0: anyone seen spaced
2: invaders is it that i mean because it obviously it's fun put, it put I him on the map no,
3: no I, haven't I mean
2: seen i've it. heard of it i
3: know nothing about it
2: was it a hit though or was it just like a syndication hit because i know that uh, i have the kino blu-ray and they talk about a lot like this was supposed to kind of like lift off is that a touchstone film or a hollywood pictures film and that like it just d- didn't do so well, but it would play endlessly on TBS, uh, and I would see it all the time playing there. It's a Halloween film too. Oh, well,
0: I read earlier okay. that like apparently like Spielberg wanted to work with him, yeah. and you know John Hughes saw it and obviously wanted to work with him. So it obviously you know people who saw it were really impressed by it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh wow! Yeah, I definitely recognize those aliens.
2: Well, I've never I, seen this movie though. You get the sense that like. He had that kind of like Spielberg, all these people were really big fans of him. He was probably really good in a room. And, you know, if he maybe had been able to direct Dragonheart, it could have led to something else, even though that now that I'm thinking of it, who directed Dragonheart? <laughs> uh, well, now that movie I've seen. Mm, of course. <laughs> Maybe uh, he's he's just one of those directors
3: who's just a really nice guy to work with. Yeah. Oh, the director you know, the, of Dragonheart or Patrick Reed okay.
2: Johnson? No, Patrick Reed Johnson. Oh, because we're, Dragonheart we're, is Rob Cohen. How could I forget?
3: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. we've said like many times about like certain directors who have like very baffling careers. They're allowed to like just keep directing, and like maybe they're just nice people.
2: Rennie Harlan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't
3: know if he's a nice person. But no. like,
1: was the production? What was the production like of this movie? Do you think like troubled? Um,
0: so, funny story, I uh, when I did that Planes Trains video about the lost scenes, I received an email from someone, you know, and I, I, was, I was getting a lot at that point about that video, and it was just someone like, hey, I worked on Baby's Day Out, and I got to know John Hughes a little bit, and mm. he told me they shot enough footage to, like, make two movies out of that, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool, like, what, <laughs> what, did, you, what did you do on Baby's Day Out? And the email came back, it was like, uh, I played Vico, one of the kidnappers, and I-, I Oh, I, he
1: was Vico, that guy? I, I did oh, a, a double take,
0: and it was Brian Haley. And yeah, so uh, the,
1: the third guy. Oh my the, the god, third guy. the other guy. so like, you I look like, at the cast and
2: it's like Joe Montagna, Joey Pants, <laughs> and uh, Brian Haley, I guess guy, but he looks familiar though. Yes, yeah,
4: he
0: does. yeah, this is a Joe heavy episode, guys. You have me, and then you have two other <laughs> Italian Joes in this movie. Oh so, god, so, many, so many <laughs> but I basically just said to Brian, I was like, I just have so many questions about this movie. So, I really started to pick his brain a lot about it, and he basically just told me that you know, the script and everything read really funny like everyone Mm. was really enthused about it and John Hughes was really involved in the production early on but then kind of started to back away from it and kind of just abandon it towards the end and everyone was just kind of left miffed by that and you know because Patrick Reed Johnson you know he directed just that one other movie so and this is a a large undertaking for you know a second time director Oh, Uh, the special effects and just you know I mean a baby is your star so I think there was just a lot of confusion behind the scenes and I think that Apparently, they did a test screening and like John Hughes and and Patrick were got into like a shouting match about it. And they they agreed, they're like, all right, we'll come back tomorrow. There's a good movie here. We'll work through it. And like that night, John Candy died. And John Hughes just completely, like, never, Patrick never heard from him again. So there's a lot of things stacked against it that ultimately happened. But you can, I think there is kind of a good movie in here. It's just, it's, it's, I don't know about you, but I found it way too long. Oh, I, big time, yeah. I it's think like one
2: that. of the big problems with the movie is that it needs that extra bump of manic energy Yeah, <laughs> to like totally sell agree. the gags. That I feel some of the gags don't build up and you feel like, oh, there's like one or two more beats that are missing here. Like, I think- my favorite thing, and I'll say it right now, is when uh, the baby is in Joe Montagna's pants. Because <laughs> I, I think that's the, the, <laughs> that the best. That scene goes on it's for
0: so long. I was going to say, I, I I timed that scene because I'm, I'm watching it. I'm like, I don't remember the scene being that long. It's like, 15 minutes it's it like goes, it, 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 from it like frame insane. to frame yeah it's yeah, like it
2: goes I, on and I love on. that sequence. that feels like a, a Stephen Chow sequence where it's like <laughs> gag after gag after gag
0: yeah it's like every time the cops walk away it's just like oh they're oh, they're coming back There's oh, one more. Then it, uh, yep
3: yeah and I think yeah, the, the worst part for me is we keep cutting back to this like flabby sad Ugh. sack story with a mom the you know mom, cut why do that cutting stuff cutting out back to the mom? just lose it this like movie's an hour 45 or something like that yeah. no you know.
1: it could be like an hour 20 I remembered oh, as a kid e- watching easily. this
0: movie and I, I thought like the big end set piece was that construction site and when yeah. it starts in the movie I hit pause and there was 29 minutes left oh my god and I was That's like insane. what what happens I, I didn't remember like I thought that was the end of the movie but even go that go scene like itself a- goes on for like 20 minutes of just them getting a hit with
3: that's things, the only that construction th- I site. thought the entire movie was this this construction site like <laughs>
1: okay we need to talk about our confusion so was this movie based on something no because okay we thought it was based on Looney Tunes cartoons I
2: could swear no, well it's inspired by Looney Tunes it cartoons baby yeah. Herman and Roger Rabbit
1: yeah yeah. yeah, and then Joe sent me a picture of a storybook, and I was like, "Oh, it's based on a book." And then I zoomed in. Wait a minute, written by John Hughes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I had the book as a kid, and I was always confused as to why it wasn't like exactly as it. Like, it's pretty much the same. Some of the images, but like, there's so many stuff. There's so much stuff left out, like that horrifying pig that one point he's looking at, and there's <laughs> just so much stuff that's left out. And I was always confused, like because Baby Bink looks like baby boo in the book it's like it was never clear to me like wait are these parents wealthy enough that they commissioned a book (laughs) to be made about their kid like i just it's it's such a weird thing because even on like the kidnappers van the photographer van like that baby looks like baby bank it's just like he's he's like represented in throughout the movie and it's a very strange choice
1: so, what yeah. you had was like the novelization of the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, but wow. The novelization. Kids. That'd be great. It's like 200 pages. You're like, and then the baby. That's all the extra stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll be D doing Foster. a. I'll be doing a video on the lost version of Baby's Day Out. So. No. Just kidding, Boy, I won't be God. doing that. Oh, I look forward to,
2: uh, I don't know, I'm sure you saw the deleted scenes. That was one of the hit tweets I had, tweeting like a deleted scene from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles when they did that Blu-ray release.
0: I'm sure deleted scenes exist from this movie because what John Hughes would do was he would, if you were like cut out of a movie. Yeah, he would give you he a would copy give you, He would give you like, yeah, the work print VHS footage for you to use it like a demo reel or just to have. Mm. And so the only wow. reason some of those scenes have survived in these movies is because like the actors found them in their attic years later and are like, <laughs> oh, right, there's this.
4: <laughs>
2: all right, oh, get that footage, wild. fan cut of Baby's Day Out, where all the parents' stuff jettisoned. And <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, we just want Joe Montagna... Joey Pant and Brian that, Haley and
3: the other guy, the yeah. other guy, Brian, <laughs> uh, and like to Brian Haley,
2: prosthetic baby mouth it, it it Brian said that. they
0: were uh, Joe Montagna referred to them as the three strunzes, which is Italian for stooges, basically. So <laughs> okay. apparently they were having a good time filming it and they were improvising. And I don't know about you, but I think they're some of the best scenes in the movie are the three of them. And when they're not on screen, oh, for it, sure, it, it drags. Yeah.
1: I totally mm. agree. They do have a good. They get. They got good chemistry. They,
3: they get the assignment. I
1: love Joe Montana, and I really love Joey Pants. Yeah, uh, it's like they're good in. He's good in everything. Joe Montana previously seen on Thinner. Yeah, a, a great <laughs> performance. Um, so I guess let's get into the plot. So it starts off with Quote like, unquote. Bo- boring stuff of, of the parents and the family. Well, it
2: starts <laughs> off with like, it's a 90s movie. So you need that like tinkly soundtrack over, in this case, pictures oh of God. like a storybook. Like This
3: soundtrack... But now we, I checked we, to who it we didn't was. Like it. It's Bruce Broughton.
2: Bruce Broughton. Now he's done a lot of stuff, but he's yeah. not like a John Williams. Even though he did work on like Amazing Stories, he did four episodes of that. Okay. Um, and he did like Tiny Toon Adventures. So he was in that like Steven Spielberg. Uh, it, it
3: has sphere. that vibe. It's like yeah. it's like we can't get John Williams. You know who do we get? this score is so overwrought and it just it just does not stop. It
1: never stops. It never stops. stops.
3: <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> and it got to the point where it's like the end credits were playing and were just like, shut it off. I can't listen to this <sighs> it's music. It's too <laughs>
1: whimsical. It's. I, n-
0: I noticed it's playing when all the old men are singing that song yes. at the end. Like, even that is yes. playing under, and it's like, really? The one, the people are singing. They don't need this whimsical music. <laughs> yeah, I music. couldn't
3: believe it. It's like, he wasn't even watching the screen when he's conducting like the orchestra or something and he's just like, keep going. But it's that not even like Building feels on what they're
2: singing. Ugh. Like test screening stuff though. That they're like, yeah. All right, all right, not enough laughs. Let's let's pump up the music here. <laughs> That's what oh. we need. More music. Or they what think, do you that think
1: that the kids are getting bored, so Yeah,
2: like, John maybe- Hughes and Patrick Reed Johnson fought about.
1: More gorilla! We need more <laughs> gorilla! John Hughes is screaming. I, I agree. I feel like we could have, although that scene is also too long, but, like, I don't know, maybe the gorilla can escape and run around with the baby or something. This like,
2: gorilla costume costs us $25 million. <laughs> so
1: it's half the budget.
2: I
0: believe it's a, a Rick Baker design, by the way. Yep, that's what, what it looks like.
1: Wow. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that scene when we get to it, but I was, I was impressed with that ape suit.
3: Not as impressive as the animatronic baby, uh, the mechanical baby arm.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, there were the fake baby. So we have a bit of a connection because our friends in Milwaukee from RLM collect uh, baby binks. So we have seen, yeah. oh, we have right. seen them Oh, that's right. They have a couple of person. them, right? Yeah. They have two. Yeah. At I least think two. they have at least two, maybe more. But so we have seen them in person. And they are horrifying. And they're creepy, yeah. <laughs> Very well, they're all
2: like rotten now and like they're half the teeth of, are showing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they just have this like <laughs> kind of like...
1: There's the one with like the rod stare. like uh, the crawling one has like a rod up its back and uh. <laughs> yellow yeah, like for
3: puppeteering it's they're they're very unsettling.
0: Also Vern Troyer apparently is the yeah. one of the, the baby
3: baby <gasps> no. novels.
0: Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah.
3: Oh my god. Okay, I didn't
0: know. Very that. early film role for Vern Troyer. I, I, wow. I didn't really pick out any like clear this is a stunt baby. I mean, obviously the puppets and stuff like that, but the I'm just thankful sometimes this, they're very funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thankful. He doesn't like walk. I'm glad he's crawling because I think it'd be so much mm. more unnerving if like this
2: It's like the classic cut to Chucky suddenly running through. Frame. Exactly. Like, yeah, oh. exactly
3: <laughs> Oh, <laughs> just like flashbacks. He's kind of dressed like
2: symmetry. Chucky. He's got the, yeah, he yeah, he is, he is. is. <laughs> <Blue overalls> and...
1: <laughs> What was it the, the nice guy doll or whatever? Yeah, one yeah, could
2: say all babies kind of look like Chucky <laughs>
1: You could say this.
2: So, uh, before I forget, though, uh, one of the best baby gags is not in the movie. It's in the trailer where... (laughs) Uh, a woman who, when the baby's in her bag, she's walking down the street and like yeah. they, uh, they're like, oh, we need your bag. And she starts hitting them. She drops her bag and you can see in the trailer the yeah. fake baby's head slams against the cement.
1: This is <laughs> what I was trying a- to tell you about last night. Yeah, Colin, yeah It's not night.
2: in the movie though. They cut away. Yeah. They
1: kind of frame it out. But I was like, I remember seeing that baby's head like hit the concrete. Yeah, they showed the
3: <laughs> aftermath when it's kind of like spilled out onto the sidewalk. Mm. Yeah.
0: Did you watch this on Disney Plus, anyone? We yes. did, yes. Okay. It might be just cut out of that, because I remember, mm. it, I could be wrong. But no, I know I,
2: I've, I've watched the DVD, version. it's okay. not in that version either. Uh,
0: yeah. I was, probably then I've seen the trailer, because I very distinctly also remember seeing that.
4: Yeah.
2: What was uh, the song in the trailer? It's probably like, what I like about you, or something oh like that, of the babies <laughs> yeah.
4: running around. It pro-
1: I, well, yeah, or something with the title Baby in it. Yeah.
0: It's like, um, just yeah. like oh, this man. movie would have benefited from a soundtrack like that. Just something to yes. like, like,
2: make it a little bit more energetic like a John Landis style, man, he's coming up a lot on this episode. Like <laughs> all the moon songs. He was contemporary.
1: A contemporary, yeah, uh, we contemporary need a, of Patrick Reed uh, Johnson. A, a, <laughs> yes. He, we need a, we need a pop, pop soundtrack in this. Like, mm-hmm.
4: I, all the hits. I, I, the, oh, the, is Patrick Reed Johnson this, also
1: a murderer? The other thing about no. this, is, <laughs> they're in a club of murders. Uh, was I? I couldn't tell. It, it tried to have a timeless quality to it because at first this. I was like, "Does this take place like in like the '40s?" Yeah, it, it has like no, a retro
3: retro feel, but uh, all the technology is is modern. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
1: it's modern day. So what what, what, what was this movie? '94. Uh,
3: yeah, '94. Um,
1: so I think it's trying to get away from like dating itself with that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. it's like. The, is the book almost seems like it was old like they go to like an old-timey like department store and mm-hmm. the cabs are old and like everything just felt like it was supposed to be from a different time and not the early 90s yeah
3: but then they're like they're standing in front of a, a video store and has like a camcorder yeah and like, yeah
0: i also swore this movie took place in new york i was very surprised yeah, me too, it's I. chicago i was like because i was gonna say like oh that this is a rare john hughes movie that's not set in chicago but I, and then I'm watching it, and I see, like, the L tracks and everything, and I'm like, wait a minute, is this... And then, yeah, yeah. It, I always thought that was Central Park, the scene with the zoo and, and all that stuff. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. Chicago. Yeah, that's what
3: we thought until, like, the very end.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I like, bet you maybe in one version it was New York, and John Hughes was like, no, it has to be Chicago. That's
3: what they were fighting over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: have
4: you ever that. heard
0: about John Hughes was, like, trying to do this movie called The Bee, which was going to be about, like, an architect that's, like, battling a bee as he tries to, like, build a house? And no. apparently... He was like one day Patrick Reed Johnson showed up to oh. shoot, and the entire cinematographer crew was missing. And he was like, "Where are they?" And they're like, "Oh, well, John took them up to his farm to do some camera tests for the B." <laughs> and like, it was one of those like notorious ideas right. about like, yes. it, And I th- I think he wrote. Rowan Atkinson was going to play the star and like I think think it was was Jackie
3: Chan at some point Jackie Chan yes because I was really throwing
0: everything out there for it I
3: think I remember the script because I think we were bidding on it at one point at the uh, visual effects Wow and it was when uh, it was right when uh, I think it was after Rumble in the Bronx so like Jackie Chan was sort of a, a name in North America and they were pitching it, yeah. but there's a TV show called Man vs. Bee. Yeah, on I'm Netflix. I'm
0: pretty certain that that like because he did meet with Rowan Atkinson actually. Yeah, because that was a produc- Rowan Atkinson one, right? Yeah, yeah. During the production of Baby's Day Out, that's partly where he went. He disappeared over to England to meet with like Hugh Laurie oh. and Rowan Atkinson, and I, I guess that idea, you know, resonated with Rowan Atkinson because all these years later, he essentially. John Hughes isn't credited wow. on it or anything, but yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's Man versus B on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, like
3: over yeah, 12, yeah, something 20 like years later. But it's like, yeah. a, it's, it's like a TV series It's something. nine
1: episodes. I yeah, think that but the episodes
0: are short, too. They're very like, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're like 10-minute episodes, yeah. yeah.
2: It looks like it's an hour and 52 minutes total.
4: Ugh.
1: Did you review that one, Joe, or was that a different? I YouTube did, yeah. Channel, I did a
0: little video though. on it because okay. I was like, I, <laughs> right. I, I I felt compelled to because I am also fascinated by the Bee, that whole script. It just seemed like, and Brian Haley told me that John Hughes hired him to be in that. He was going to be like a construction
2: guy on it. So, ah, that's so yeah. funny. Wow, I would have, have you have seen Iga, Joe? Have you seen what Iga? No, it's an Indian film no. about no. a guy who dies and is reincarnated as a fly, who then has to take revenge on the person that who killed amazing. him. <laughs>
0: Highly recommended. I do know that this movie was inexplicably popular in India enough where yes. they remade it twice.
4: Yep. Yeah. Oh, I was we just reading, reading about, about that about last that. night. They
3: they loved it. I think like the last remake was like a few years ago. That's
0: mm-hmm. crazy. There's one in 1999, and it's just called James Bond. So I don't know yeah. how that. <laughs>
2: That's an amazing title. You get a lot of remakes in India because they often do it for their um, kind like different languages because they have their own regional cinemas. So like mm-hmm. Hindi, uh, Telugu, Tamil. Mm, yeah. It's, it, there's even more than that. So it's like you can get remake after remake after remake. Some of them are uh, not licensed, if you will. <laughs> are you saying that wasn't an official James Bond movie? <laughs> yeah. The Child is named James Bond, which makes it completely legal. <laughs> and I'm sure that version is probably three hours long, like uh, oh all the movies God. that they do.
4: Oh,
1: yeah.
2: There's a movie where it's like the Ted Bear, and it's like a weird action film that came out a few years ago. Really? The uh, Bear yep. from Ted? Oh, yes, God. actually, you know what? It's not that long. It's uh, two hours and two minutes, and it's actually a uh, Malay—I can't say it—Malayalam movie. That's language ah. of regional cinema. It's from. Uh, anyway, we got to get into the plot of this, right? April, sorry, I uh, diverted us. Well, uh,
1: you know, what we plot? Be, we a <laughs> there's not a lot of plot to it's, talk. about. I don't want to just talk about like so the baby crawls here and does this. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean the ba- the basics is, um, rich family. By the way, the dad played by the bad guy in the Wedding Singer. Wow. And okay. he was also in Corky Romano,
2: <laughs> and then Lara oh.
3: Flynn Boyle is the uh, is the my, wife.
2: My Corky Romano screen that's haunted me my entire life. Where the choices <laughs> when my I entire school went it. to the Cineplex was Corky Romano or, <laughs> <laughs> or Iron Monkey. <laughs> oh, oh and I I went, I well, know. I've seen Iron yeah. Monkey on VCD. I don't need to see it in theaters. Let me go see Corky Romano on shimmering thirty-five millimeter. <laughs> bad and, bad and it's bad
1: right well I, i'm curious enough okay. i don't know i don't want to turn <laughs> this into a corgi romano podcast but i've always wanted to watch that <laughs> you can yeah you can
2: just can. It's 90 minutes of your life you won't get but back yeah, but it's the, out there
1: the, so i believe the dad in this who by the way is like barely in this movie <laughs> is in Corky Romano oh, sorry I'm God. looking
2: at the poster of Corky Romano which is just Chris Catan's face yeah and it says who is Corky Romano that's <laughs> exactly. it. that's how they were selling people are like they love Chris Catan they want more <laughs> of it they want to know who he is who's Gabo? Yeah, Gabo. Would... <laughs> <Gabbo? laughs> who what is the matrix it
3: worked for them let's try it mm-hmm. with Corky exactly. Romano yeah um so this uh, okay so when I saw John Neville's name in the credits, he plays the the he's butler also in this movie. Barely
1: in this, Barry
3: Munchausen himself. Yeah. I don't even think he has a line in this movie, does he?
1: Uh, I think he uh, comes to the, answers the door. And, yeah,
2: when Joe Montana shows up and says, with like, uh, this
1: way or something like that. I love
0: when Lara what? Flynn Boyle demands he go to the attic to get her winter wardrobe out for a, a photo shoot. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, uh, but madam, like it's it, that might be his only line in the movie or just, you know, are we supposed to like these parents? Because no, they, they suck. suck. Yeah, they're, they're really unlikable.
1: Yeah, they're horribly rich. And she's like, you know, freaking out about this photo shoot. Like, it's the biggest deal ever. And she's like, yeah, I she want wants you her baby's redefine, photo in the paper. Yeah, I want you like, to redefine Uh, baby photography and art and this and that and it's just like you deserve your child to get kidnapped yeah
3: so what she's she's hired another photography company uh because old willie is the guy who always photographs I don't know, whatever the family. Babies. Name is. <laughs> the depression
0: era <laughs> photographer. of uh... yeah. yeah,
3: exactly.
2: <laughs> here's a the trick. They just take a random photo of a baby. They all look the same and they put it in the paper and they're like, here's their baby. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All the babies look the same in this movie. There are like, uh, well, there's only one, two. Uh, that, I thought twins. there were eight of them. They were all brothers and sisters. <laughs> and they used them. It was a Milo and Otis style situation. So three, three were robots. I like this.
1: I should say, I don't like children. Um, generally, um, <laughs> But this you're coming is, out and say yeah. first you're
2: anti dog. Now you're anti child.
1: I'm not anti dog. But anyway, you, uh, but I'm just gonna hate say
2: how they are controlled by their hunger. I think with your own words. Yeah, I think my They're cats. I think my cats would have
1: something to say about that because they are controlled by their hunger pretty bad. Okay. But anyway, I was gonna say I don't like kids, but. Um, this baby is really cute. Yeah, and he cute. has such natural charisma. He is just mugging for the <laughs> camera and like like smiling. And I'm like, okay, I can see why he was hired. There's a and- scene where
2: his little bottom is being clean. And they even cut to a reaction shot of him being like, huh?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know why I thought this, but what is that baby doing now? Like, wh- who is he now? He's dead. He's an Drugs adult. And <laughs>
3: I was expecting that was the guy who had maybe contacted Joe. I was waiting for. Him I to was be the, the baby. Oh,
0: that would have been amazing if that. And really I was. have perfect memory.
2: Like, perfect.
0: at least that would have excused me from not recognizing the name. You know, I was just so embarrassed yeah. of like, oh my gosh, oh. this is a. This oh, is an did actor. he sign it? And you were like, who are well, you? Well, the email like... had his, you know, his name. Like, I'm Brian yeah. Haley. Like Joe Montana. Like, who the
1: hell is that? I was just
0: n- never expecting something. From this movie, would reach out to me and want to talk about it, but and uh,
1: someone with a major role in the wow, movie, that's too. Yeah. crazy.
2: Brian yeah. Haley's photo on IMDb looks like it was taken in like 1957. I know, yes. it's like I know. A black and white yeah, photo. Yeah, it was like wow. a yearbook photo or something. He's like,
1: <laughs> he's like classing it up a little bit.
0: He's yeah. really good in um, Grand, what's that, Grand Torino? Gran Torino. Like, yeah, as yeah. uh, Clint Eastwood's character's son.
3: <laughs> so, this is funny. April told me that last <laughs> night or when we were watching this, I was like he was in Grand Torino. Gran Torino, and I was like. What is like uh, the guy Harvard. from David Harbour's like son or something like dad? I, I <laughs> confused I like, it with Gran
2: Turismo.
4: Oh, <laughs> the Neil Blomkamp Gran Turismo. movie.
3: Oh well.
2: Wow, I'm looking at his credits, and after Baby's Day Out, uh, he was in That Darn Cat, a very mm-hmm. Baby's Day Out style movie. Yeah. Christina Ricci. The I cover agree. is like a cat wearing
4: sunglasses. <laughs>
0: he yeah. plays. He plays like a. I think like some kind of FBI agent in that, and his mm-hmm. partner is uh, Biff from Back to the Future. It's Tom oh. Wilson. And the Whoa. two of them. I think they're brothers in it or something. Great like buddy casting there.
3: Do they have like flat top haircuts? Like, oh, they, like,
0: I think they guaranteed. both, you know, they're, they're like typical like black suits, sunglasses type characters, and yeah. I, from what I remember.
2: Holy cow, this guy was also in the infamous uh, pilot that never got picked up, Puczynski. Yep. Puczynski, yeah. <laughs> wow. I know
1: I noted that too. So also
4: he's I'm had, a he, dog. he's had a
1: ton of credits. He's maybe not like as big of a name as a Joey Panzer, Joe Montaigne, but <laughs> he has had a long career.
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, the movie introduces Joe Montana in this movie as if the audience is going to be like,
1: yeah, <laughs>
4: Joe Montana!" <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: the audience of kids.
0: Well, that was uh, the thing. Apparently, like no one, they couldn't get any like A-listers for this movie because no one wanted to like share a second billing to a baby.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> like who would have been cast in 1994 as like the criminals that would give you the Three Stooges style? Jim Carrey. We got him in here. <laughs> yeah. Danny sing- DeVito. Uh, yeah Danny DeVito that would be another good, that would one. Be a good one yeah Yeah, he'd be kind of the mastermind I feel Danny mm-hmm. DeVito what
1: other Batman villain could be
2: <laughs> DeVito is their leader uh, Christopher Walken let's toss him in there as well. <laughs> yeah sure why totally. not totally
1: um, but yeah it's also like you know Joe Pantoliano now he's kind of like super well known as a character actor I, I-, I want to say maybe is he still the- acting the these days what is he uh, oh I haven't Joey seen Pants? him in anything in a while
3: I have a feeling like he's got a I don't know this is just me imagining it like you know he's he's got a, his own club or something like that like his own bar it's called like I the, feel
1: like Joe Montana has his own club I'm sure they and all it's do like a comedy club in Vegas yeah but it's <laughs> just it's, a, it's like, a isn't Pants in Congo
2: yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yes he is yes not I, I remember you guys talking about him long. then yeah. yeah yeah for like yeah. one scene or two scenes yeah. did I say this before when we talked about him that like on there's a movie that Jenna Fisher directed called Lolly Love Many years ago, 2004, it stars her and James Gunn. And in the commentary track, they talk about who the meanest person they ever met in Hollywood was and she goes on a long rant about Joey Pants <laughs> and about him mean? being a huge asshole yeah
1: oh my god my whole idea of him has has, has completely <laughs> gone know. up in smoke he's kind of
2: like a,
4: he
3: always plays like that wise ass so it's probably like that's, that's what he's like in real life at a bar he's like I'm king of
2: the world yeah. I'm Joey Pants I don't know if like, I said this on the Congo
1: I don't know if I said this on the Congo episode but best Joey Pants performance is in Bound that he is so good in that great, and he yeah. actually has some hair yeah
3: he's always got the, the... He's always a,
0: such a... Also in fan. uh The Goonies, one of the mm-hmm. Fratelli brothers. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right, right.
2: Yeah, Maybe that's why I got cast. He's like, I'm yeah. doing the Three Stooges shtick again? All right, whatever <laughs> Jesus you guys want.
1: Christ.
2: Yeah, he's in The Sopranos. That's like his biggest, like, other than The Matrix, because hmm. he was on that for uh, more than 10 years.
1: Wow, I, I still gotta watch The Sopranos. Yeah, but these hey, three
0: he's... guys, like, are the Three Stooges. Like, the yeah, character yeah. types, the, 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 the boss guy, and then, like, you know, the, the second banana, and then, like, kind of the, the hulking dumb one. I mean, it's really... Yeah. They With with Home Alone, like John Hughes was doing kind of like an homage <laughs> to the old comedy teams, yeah. whereas this one, it's just kind of like they're just doing a Three Stooges kind of shtick the whole movie. Oh, I think oh, it sure. works. I think it's pretty enjoyable. But there are it does go like this scene where they have to come kidnap the baby. It's like, wouldn't you guys maybe be a little bit like less you know you're you're really putting put, like yeah you're obvious, really putting big yeah. bold personalities i mean everything they're dressed the way that baby van they drive it's like shouldn't you be like some conspicuous about this
3: <laughs> yeah it's like they're wearing these like uh big like cashmere sweaters or whatever the hell yeah. costumes uh, like gaudy and then like uh, uh joe Montana has like this french beret and mustache but it's like but speaking has, with like, some a- like eastern european accent yeah, or something but it, it's
2: but just- it shot in a way and presented as if like you love these guys wouldn't it be funny if they did funny voices as opposed to like well i don't know who these characters are or <laughs> these actors or what their persona is it's just like crickets all the i will the say theater. that like the thing missing from the three stooges stick is that they are so angry and bitter the entire time <laughs> and they like hate each other <laughs> well i don't yeah.
0: really know like is it did I miss something, or is like, is their plan ever laid out? Like, they leave that kidnapper's note, but like, at the end of the movie, I think Joe Montagna says like, "Oh, did, maybe they they dropped the money off." Like, did they even leave a location or anything? Like, I feel they they, they did. did, yeah. A the,
3: the I think the dad was or like reading camp? it, or, yeah. Like, leave the the money by like the alleyway, blah blah blah. I think Don't that may have movies. been in
1: the note, but yeah, I was like, was I just not paying attention at the beginning of this movie? But uh, it is revealed at one point, I think, that Joe Montana owes money to the Milwaukee mob.
3: <laughs> or he makes he's, some he comments He said Milwaukee mob. so, so if there
1: is a Milwaukee mob, like after Joe. Yeah, Martini. he's like,
3: I'd rather face the Milwaukee mob yeah. than do that.
0: And like, they want $5 million, which is only 10% of this movie's budget, which is uh, <laughs> <that's> interesting.
3: <insane. laughs> I mean, yeah. it certainly doesn't look cheap, that's for sure. The movie? Um, yeah, it's very slick looking.
0: But like I looked up, just frame of reference, like Jurassic Park costs $63 million. Yeah. <laughs> so like... Uh,
3: that's Spielberg though he doesn't he never overspends on on these things but I mean this was so yeah I think 91 was Terminator 2 that was like 110 million okay so. but th- still that that's a lot of money 50 yeah, million for, for this. sure for
0: because home alone was 18 million so <laughs> it's like okay you would think there'd be like a middle ground there for them to I think at, that
2: probably where it got to them is like there's gigantic sets in this movie. Yeah, that, construction, that construction
3: set is like, and just the cool, effects yeah. on that. Uh, well,
2: uh, apparently that Baby
0: Binks' bedroom uh, costs $200,000 and it's used in two scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Bed- yeah, it is
1: obscenely huge. Um, but uh, also, uh, let's just talk about my favorite thing um, because there's a gag at the end, which is funny, but I'm not going to pick that as my favorite thing. I'm going to say Cynthia Nixon's british accent (laughs) why (laughs) because it's terrible and it's funny um i forgot she used to be blonde uh and yeah she plays this british nanny and it's just this accent is just from outer space it's ridiculous yeah
3: so she she's always reading the baby's day out book to baby binks i guess Uh, yeah now
0: she's doing this the parents are at breakfast having like fancy cut grape or like cantaloupe. Did you notice that? It's like no, I didn't. There's, it's just like really, you know, ridge cut it's, and they're just sitting there reading the paper <laughs> as this nanny is just completely taking care of
2: their child.
1: Yeah, like how can you like, I hate these parents. Yeah, like <laughs> I think the
2: thing is that you're supposed to hate them at the beginning but then through the other scenes you feel sympathetic for them and it's like, no, I just shows the baby that's yeah, why they
3: every, keep cutting back every time they cut back bad. it was just like why are we getting this like i don't know
2: like, like she like goes sob story at she, one point yeah. they find yeah. like a woman who has like 10 babies yeah Ugh.
1: that is and we're supposed to feel bad for Lara Flynn Boyle because one of the her 10 babies looks like baby Pink. <laughs> oh
3: my god yeah <sighs>
2: well i think another big issue with this movie is it takes way too long for the baby to get out <laughs> yes. and have a day it takes like 22 minutes for him to escape
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: And start moving around. But that does lead to so the baby, the kidnappers grab them. They go to their hideout, which is obviously a big set they built just for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing.
0: They're supposed to be broke, and their apartment is huge. Mm. I thought it's they were like, just It's like a penthouse apartment.
1: <laughs> it, they live, it's like mm. in a sign.
3: That is like their home. <laughs> it, it's like a, a clock face or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um
2: Yeah, which uh, and we'll get to it when we get to the climax. But, but th- th- the yeah. baby, uh, we get here a big giant close-up of it drooling. And you know that thing was like thirty feet wide or something, right? Like a gizmo head <laughs> of just the big baby drool to be able <laughs> well, to get a shot of it.
3: Well, yeah, they take it back to their apartment and then they're they're like uh changing it. Like Montana is like, get this baby out of that fruit suit. <laughs> and then they're they're changing uh clothes and
1: I guess, like, where do they get it? that change of clothes? I don't know. Maybe they had a Chucky doll. Uh, it's possible.
4: Yeah,
3: probably. <laughs> yeah, but like, Joey Pants is like, uh, uh, is changing it, and this animatronic baby hand is coming up into frame. It, it's <laughs> so funny. It's like the end of Carrie or something. It's, it's creepy. It's so mechanical. I know you
1: said it was like the Evil Dead. Yeah. Hand.
3: The... <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre. Oh, my Did you God. you catch that,
0: that bowl of Froot Loops
2: that, uh, Brian Haley pours himself?
0: Yeah. It's yes. like
2: towering over the bowl. I mean, <laughs> I was just thinking, ah, Fruit Loops. I would have tons of those bowls when I was a kid. Were you guys a one bowl or two bowl cereal? Oh, usually two. I'd
1: only one. I was um, a one, but it was pretty stacked. I used stacked. to put a whole yeah. bunch of sugar, either brown sugar or, or white yeah. sugar on top of wow. it. it wow, I would never sing, do that. It all sink to the bottom, and then I would drink the sugary milk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I would always find the, the milk would be so sugary already after you go through like Fruit Loops or stuff like that. It's funny, my mom would never buy me Count chocolate, but she would get me Egos, which is like probably 10 times worse.
4: <laughs> oh
1: yeah, I'd, I love Egos. Do they have Egos in the States, Joe? They do, yeah. Okay, I didn't Let know go if that my was a, a regional thing. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian only. I used love so, the blueberry Eggos. Me too. As we
2: would eat our uh, beaver tails every morning, <laughs> chowing down <laughs> on our syrup. So uh, the baby escapes, and then we get some good uh, rooftop
0: action. I will say that scene where um, Brian Haley's biting his fingernails and uh, the baby's drool uh, mm-hmm. hits Joe Montana in the neck. I thought that was pretty funny. Just his reaction to that. <laughs> and he, the, he the, the slap and kicking sound effects in this movie are like dialed up to full Looney Tunes. Love it.
1: Yeah. There's also a Howie scream at some point, and I can't remember when don't it was. Like it. You don't like <laughs> it. Any any Howie scream now is is
4: good. And that's uh, so me. It's, it just takes me out of it. Yeah, it's a, like it's. I like it. It's <laughs> been used so much. Well, yeah, they not have, as
2: much as the Wilhelm. Yeah, the Wilhelm. They should. That
1: they
2: had for banned movies. Yeah. Even, even <laughs> yeah. old movies. As a director, you're not allowed to make a movie for five years if you put a Will Scream in your movie. You
3: go right to director jail. Yeah. I'm looking at you. That's where Peter Jackson is. I know. I was just saying, <laughs> I'm looking at you, Peter Jackson. Even put it in the,
2: the get, Wait, did the, you guys see that uh, music video of uh, the, the, like CGI John Lennon jamming out with the old Beatles? Is, yeah, have you guys seen that? Absolutely hideous.
1: That yeah. video is a it crime against. It looks like Asian. a Tim and
2: Eric bit. It is so the one bad. Where like Tim, <laughs> the Tim and Eric Oscar special, where they bring back uh, T- Tim's dead son and age him up. <laughs> tom cruise <laughs> jr and he's like don't vaccinate your children and he's like a cgi cutout and his clothes keep disappearing
1: <laughs> what was it called now and then, now and then. it's uh, it's on disney plus the making of and the video the it, making, of is, making of yeah, the making of is actually kind of interesting because it's more just about the audio and the you know yeah, the, there's the, the, like a there's 12
2: a minute documentary
1: i think
4: peter jackson
2: though. needs like an intervention what
0: a like, world we live in that baby's day out and a beatles music video can exist on the same streaming service yeah, no. it's weird. We should see, uh, uh, yeah, Disney Plus in Canada is quite a ride. It's kind of wild. They have like a yeah. uh,
3: Freddy. Because really? yeah, we got fingered. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's folded in with Hulu. Seriously? So we get all yeah. of the things. That's yeah. amazing. And... Um, uh, 20th Century Fox, so you get like you know Predator and all
1: this. All, sort of the, stuff. all the all the always sunny is all on there, except for the episodes that got pulled. I rarely reason, use
0: yeah. it, and I, I logged in today to watch Babies Day Out, and there was a banner for that the Santa Claus's TV
2: show. Oh, so boy. this is season two, which I didn't even. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Is this,
4: this like uh, it, Tim I, Allen? It? Yep. Yeah, Tim Allen. And Tim Allen, looking like...
2: like the robot version of Santa Claus that's like in the <laughs> second or third one. <laughs> like,
4: but Tim next Allen to him was like...
0: that comedian, the fluffy guy. Like he's dressed as Santa. I guess he's the one of the fluffy this, guy. You know that uh, Gabriel? What is that guy's name? Who does like Gabriel um,
1: Iglesias?
0: Uh, it's something like that.
2: But <laughs> I'm he, he... looking up like
0: fluffy,
2: guy. <laughs> fluffy God. comedian.
4: <laughs>
1: Is that oh. like a
2: thin Yeah, Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> that's what uh, April said. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: he's—I guess he's like the new Santa Claus with Tim Allen in it. I didn't—I didn't watch it, but on the banner <laughs> oh God, for the man. show, yeah, that's what it was.
1: I think I just heard that it had some conservative values because Tim Allen was like, if it's my show, it has to be more like uh, Last Man Standing, I, uh, guess.
2: I mean, Last Man Standing mm-hmm. has like a thousand episodes, just like yeah. living on the internet, playing in like pizza sh- uh, shops when <laughs> yeah, you walk in. That's well, crazy. You look up and you're like, what's that? It's Speaking like the, the world conservative, according to Jim or something.
0: Conservative values. Uh, Fred Thompson plays one of the cops in this movie who is a former U.S. presidential candidate, a Republican for 2008-
2: so like okay. the, the the bald cop guy, that's kind of so like... So he's standing beside the guy from Scrubs, oh! two superstars. Uh, no,
1: I think you mean the detective guy? The, the comes... detective,
0: yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was
1: like, who is that guy? He looked familiar Yeah,
3: he me. looks very familiar.
0: He's character actor Fred Thompson, who later in life became like a senator from Tennessee and ran for president in 2008 in the US. Oh, wow. wow. And uh, he was in Baby's Day Out, so that's a fun... <laughs> well, there you go.
3: That's what sunk him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they
4: yeah. would play that at his, no, um...
3: it.
0: it was like those negative screen. campaign ads they just showed clips from babies they all. <laughs> yeah,
2: would you believe a man <laughs> who lost a baby? <laughs> um so there's some funny comedy stuff where uh they're on the roof and joe montagna falls off yeah even though like watching the sequence again i know you guys are complaining some of the comedy sequences are too long but that's what i'm here for i'm here to laugh (laughs) and like watching the scene it feels like there's something missing like how he falls he catches something but it just ends up being like a a uh, antenna that just hits him in a weird shot that's like really high that looks like they dropped a real antenna on Joe Montana, <laughs> yeah, where does. he's like, oh
1: yeah I mean some of the gags are good as yeah. you said but it's almost like they the um this is kind of like slapstick light a little bit mm, yeah. and I mean you I'm, I'm talking to Justin and Joe who are probably much much more uh versed in the world of slapstick especially like the older stuff and like three stooges it, it, this is like not a fan this is like trying to like I guess like a gateway into that type of humor for yeah. kids I suppose but it's like it's no Looney Tunes you know what I mean
4: no well,
0: it's so many times like one of the guys in this movie will get hit and just kind of freeze for like two minutes. It's like <laughs> yeah. their face gets like kind of locked and they and they, they nothing like their face is dead. They don't say anything. It's, it's a weird. Like it, it continually happens. It happens yeah. when, you know, he falls off the roof. And then later on at the c- construction site, there's a lot of that stuff
1: yeah it it has
2: like speaking of free just like weird pacing issues is that and that's why looney tunes is successful as well i mean imaginative gags etc etc but also you need that kind of manic energy to go through it and this movie doesn't really have that even though the soundtrack is really trying to like make you think that it's moving faster exactly it's not um, so we get like a car chase that's not particularly funny around here when yeah, the, baby the baby ends up on a bus, the bus I guess.
1: Yeah, but yeah, eh. And then I mean, the, again, it kind of just goes from scene to scene. So like he's in a, uh, uh, not a, a department store. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of cool that he's in like a, a revolving door. Those things are death traps. That baby easily could have died. But that's mm. this whole movie, right? <laughs>
2: Wait, have you... No, almost no, been killed but, by a revolving door. <laughs> no,
1: but I don't like going through them. They freak me. Are out. Are you like ah I, I, when yeah. you do it? No, I do. I, I always want to go to the other door. It's like why do you think
2: they're death traps? What did you? Well, I don't like, know. I've seen movies and
1: in movies and TV shows where you could you could die. In You've one been of those. watching too
2: many Saw movies. <laughs> it's like I a final destination. I have never heard thing. anyone say in a revolving door. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Which one is that? Wait, there was
3: that uh, there was that scene in The Godfather. Remember? They have the massacre and they trap the guy in oh, the revolving right. door and then they, they gun him down. They shoot him through the glass. That's, That's right. what April's imagining when she's- Or like, she's like
2: picturing the opening uh, to the director's cut of Zack Snyder's Watchmen. She's, he's like, you'll get your cape stuck
1: <laughs> in the door and then you'll get killed. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Zack Snyder, was it? Or yeah, was it was. Okay. Yeah, it was. Watchmen.
2: Only the director's cut, though, I think has that credit sequence that people are like,
1: this is the best part of the
2: movie. It's like, all right, buckle up. There's three hours left. Uh, uh, Speaking of three
3: hours left, uh, this this movie. This movie. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, we get the baby. Well, the baby's in a bag. Uh, gets stuck. Yeah, in this some... whole
0: the whole comedy rests on the fact that no adult can see the baby moving around. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like it's even like when she he, he goes baby. in that woman's apartment and like a package gets delivered and like, d- like does no one look at the floor? <laughs> like, it's just, even that scene no. where he like knocks the microphone out of that woman's hand, the camera, the newsman like pans directly to the baby. Yeah. yeah. And it's and doesn't like say anything. No, no one saw this baby.
1: <laughs> well, like later the construction worker is like, did I just see a baby? oh time to go home like like <laughs> i guess i'm just hallucinating babies and hadn't we he heard movie, about the famous missing baby
2: <laughs> would the movie be funnier if the baby was more malicious in hurting the people
1: uh, yes <laughs> yeah or
2: do you have to do like mr magoo style like kind of what the movie is he
0: just yeah. doesn't really know it's, it's what's do, going it's doing on
1: magoo i was thinking of mr magoo i
0: don't know oh, the fact is. that he does know how to turn on a lighter that's kind of impressive
2: Yes, yeah. that's. I mean, that's my favorite sequence, yeah. my favorite thing. Uh, and of course, we're speaking of the classic uh, Mr. Magoo film starring Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. Yes, of course.
1: Yeah, isn't he also like on a construction site, like in that? Yeah, post? that's yes. a poster
2: is him like walking, and it looks like he's gonna walk off. Funny, yeah,
3: I think that was yeah. kind of his thing. That's what he did.
2: Directed by the filmmaker of Super Cop, Stanley uh, Tog. Uh, Stanley Tog. Wow. Not a good movie. <laughs> and it's Sean no ben wrongfully Hoover. accused.
0: There no. was a lot of overlap. Like we were just talking about, like jackie chan almost doing a movie that rowan atkinson wanted to do like there's a lot of overlap between like kung fu cinema and slapstick comedy yeah oh yeah absolutely right and um, this movie i feel like it, it would have benefited from having a director who might like be more an experienced action director because
4: yeah like you guys are saying
0: it's just like <laughs> it, some of these scenes just go on for way too long and it, it, yeah it, it follow the baby the baby goes here the, the people follow him there's not much more to it
3: yeah. yeah, than that. I, I was just like struggling to write notes. I'm like, what the hell are we going to talk about?
1: Well, like, we didn't we... mention that the baby is going places it saw in the book. It was okay. Right. That's very important in,
0: in chronological order. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. this is what like the smartest. The
1: okay, well, let's just get to the monkey scene. He's a dumb baby. <laughs> well, we uh, we get the baby in traffic.
3: We have we miss like a, a Mike Starr shows up for like one. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike Starr. I, I always like, love him. Oh, he's gonna be. In this How do they know um, I have gas?
1: <laughs> <laughs> gas? Well, who
0: who <laughs> just wants money.
3: Yeah, he like calls yeah. the cops. Says he, he saw doesn't the, even
2: have really like a bit. This or whole like a big joke.
3: Yeah, this whole no. scene is just so bizarre. So it's like he calls the cops, uh, saying that he saw the baby across the road in some apartment. So they like raid this apartment.
1: Yeah, but uh, it almost seems like Mike Starr was just walking by set, and they were like, "Hey, you want to you want to be in this?" Yeah, but then they, <laughs> we
3: get this scene in this apartment where it's like this sort of very sad lady, uh, you know, who
0: has this a, is like a, pace ruining this scene.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. so. Bizarre. This is like a it's scene you cut weird. out instantly. Yeah, like, like why get is it is out of it, here.
3: Why is it in the movie? Like it's so.
1: Like bizarre. I thought
2: maybe she was gonna help the lady, but she doesn't. She just like, oh, I'm sad. She should cut, right, che-
1: cut her a check.
3: Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's like mess. yeah. How you stay that, rich, April.
0: That really <laughs> sappy music starts to play, and she says to the mom, "I believe in my heart that someone watches over the babies."
4: <laughs> oh God! Oh my just God! The and then she's like, "I'm a I'm pro life." And yeah, I don't believe like, in that. Yeah, check I think what the she meant is uh
0: she meant gorillas because in just the scene, uh, yeah. a gorilla <laughs>
2: cares for the baby. And I know people are like, "What, Justin? That's not your favorite scene?" Yeah, the gorilla scene's all right. It's pretty. It funny. could be it better. Could, it could, a lot better. of comedic potential that it doesn't deliver on. I, I mean, feel. It's, yeah. just, it's
1: just gorilla hitting the guys, and it's mm-hmm. just it's set up for
2: so long. Like yeah. the, I mean. Uh, our favorite of the three guys, of course, just in case he listens to this episode, Brian Haley has a very long sequence where his hand gets hurt yeah. and he's like, ah! <laughs> just agony. Yeah. And he's just screaming in Joey Pants' face. And then we get and like go, reaction
0: Aw. shots from all the different types of monkeys in this, <laughs> yeah. this oh, yeah, It's yeah. really interesting. I,
4: I, I you know like they the built, built
2: this is like a $5 million fake zoo they built just for this sequence. Yes, it's crazy. It's very do you, elaborate. Do you think
0: this gorilla is uh, better than the monkey in comedy? Mm. What's that monkey's <laughs> name? Amy. Amy.
3: Amy.
1: Amy. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, I posed a very similar question the other night. I said, is it better than the gorilla in Trading Places? Oh, I think it is. No, but it's I close.
2: Think, I, I love the Trading Places gorilla who should be arrested for what he does in that movie.
1: <laughs> Commits sexual assault.
2: Yeah. Elliot Kalin has a presentation he did about how gorillas committing sexual assault is not funny. <laughs>
1: was that at a that live
2: he show open his plop out yeah in one of those live shows well
3: i guess he is deported right at the end uh, of that well the no gorilla? he was he was oh, he wasn't
1: deported of- he was going home
2: he was put in
3: a crate yeah. i think maybe the he's going maybe he's a gorilla meet, uh, amy
1: yeah
2: is when, uh, when i have my gorillas on screen i like them to look a little fake yeah so that 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 gives me the advantage of the trading Places gorilla well you or have f- to look this, up
0: like have you ever seen the poster where the gorilla is sitting on the three of them with yes. the baby on that gorilla, yes. Is, yes. Not yeah. gorilla is not the gorilla in the movie it's not the gorilla in the movie that's
1: the gorilla i want in this movie. that's what pops up on disney plus <laughs> yeah and it also that's so
2: funny because <laughs> that poster like was it an intern that would have to go get a gorilla <laughs> I, I mask don't down know. at the
1: store? that
3: baby's face though in the poster looks so photoshopped it's it's the head it's is insane. too big.
1: The, the baby's too. The, the it's, lighting it's disproportionate. is disproportionate,
3: and it makes it look like Joey Pants has really long hair for some reason. It's <laughs> just like the way it shadows the
1: collar of his shirt. I think
2: I was very confused when the movie started.
1: You were like, "Hey, but, he yeah, the baby hair.
2: is like half the size of the gorilla."
4: Yeah, <laughs> it's,
2: it's bad. Is this a "Honey, I blew up the kid" situation or what?
0: <laughs> I was really impressed when they like got the footage of the baby just completely asleep, and in the gorilla's mm-hmm. like, did they drug the baby for that scene? Yeah, like, or chloroform. Yeah. I, I, is there any way a kid would be? In not be terrified of that thing it's just like all snug and asleep and because it is like a really intricate gorilla suit i would imagine there's someone in there and then it's an animatronic face I wonder like if they head. Uh, yeah 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 maybe
2: there's they there's ten puppeteers off screen controlling the thing. They they could have
3: had the head off you know and like the, the mom is in it or something. That's like, even scarier. Your mom to, in a gorilla suit? No, you just wait for the baby to fall asleep, then you put the the mask back on. You see? Um, yeah,
2: she was sewed into it, April. Some say she's still wearing it to this day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Took us six hours to get out of there. I've yeah. also never yeah, been to
0: yeah. a zoo where like you can clearly reach into the enclosure yes, that exactly
2: and there's nobody yeah. in.
1: No yeah. one's around. Enclosure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not one person. Where's zoo security? Zookeepers. This feels like a
2: scene that should take place during night, but I guess it gets baby's day out. So. Yeah,
1: and it would be too dark.
2: They get really close to like real monkeys in the scene too, which I don't like because their lips and <laughs> crotches could be ripped off <laughs> at any moment. <laughs>
1: Also, there's a lot of POV shots in this movie. Just, I'm just bringing this up randomly now. Um, POV of the baby, but POV of like things that, are inanimate objects, just so we can get big, wide-angle lens, mm. fisheye viewing of uh, of people's faces. Mm-hmm. Who directed this? Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> we well, get Joe Joe Montaigne saying, "I'm a banana."
1: Yeah, to, like well, the gorilla, I'm a banana. That's yeah. a very very strange line because okay, you're not is, a banana.
3: Yeah, this is the scene uh, we get the Howie scream in this. I think okay. uh, what are they trying to like get the baby with like a broom or something, yeah. and then the gorilla like I don't know smash. There's like
0: each each of them tries their own way to get the baby out. So we have like three different set pieces with the gorilla where he yeah. like like Brian Haley gets his hands smashed. Mm-hmm. and yeah he tries to get him with the mop handle and then we get joe Montana get completely just tossed across the room into that, <laughs> in the cage across the street which is kind of cool i love when you have that shot of like just the the monkey's mouth open
2: yeah
3: uh, the one that he lands
2: screaming at joe Montana. Yeah, like, pushes his hair yeah. back he's
3: like rip some dicks uh, <laughs> i mean when you, you spent like five million dollars building this set i mean you you gotta milk it you can't just like cut away
1: yeah um but yeah the issue is that every scene is too long so like it's like 20 minute segments yeah. <laughs> and then the next one is i think the ba- well, baby well i mean movie.
2: you could consider it as like you know shorts like a three stooges short
1: would
0: be it's like, very, like one or two situations yeah.
1: so this movie was built for youtube is what you're saying it could have been <laughs> TikTok. in clips it's up. it's blowing this
0: could up. be a great tiktok movie yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah just watch it in like little chunks uh in all in 40 parts uh, and then, we, yeah, we cut, immediately cut from that to like uh mommy sad scene back at the house. And then her and the nanny are consoling one another. And it's just like, why do we? Uh... And then we get the big uh, Justin's favorite scene with the, the nuts. Joey, I still Joe feel Montan- like this is...
1: scene could have been better because like once he starts to set his crotch on fire, it's just that. Like, it's not, it doesn't <laughs> build on that. Like, he, well, he punches his him in the nut. And I love any kind of, you know, nut trauma getting kicked in the crotch. It's very funny. Also, mm. how strong is this baby that this baby can, like, punch people? and ki- <laughs> He kicks Joe Montani in the crotch the first time he meets him. But then, like, I don't know, how delicate are guys, like, nuts? Like, could a baby, like, actually um, hurt you ad- ad- enough? I prob- guess maybe. Probably.
3: If that baby is Vern Troyer.
0: But When he kicks <laughs> yeah. him in the beginning of the movie, the sound effect sounds like someone chopping wood. It's like this. <laughs> <laughs> really loud like smack where it's like i doubt this baby's foot would cause like this
4: <laughs>
1: no it's like a velocity of like 50 miles. maybe the an scene
2: hour. is it's funny because it's like one of the few scenes where the baby is outright malicious yeah, to sometimes. the guy doing it's like
4: stuff.
1: yeah plus i mean it's just it looks perverted um but i think that's the point um and then and there's another scene
0: too where the baby's crawling through that tunnel and it's like they need the baby but joe montana is going to stop to have like a monologue about
1: yeah like
0: the tunnel system (laughs) how tunnels work
1: it's not a rabbit hole it's a tunnel and tunnels have an exit (laughs) he's like thank you it's It's like like, did he improvise (laughs) these lines maybe
3: it's already gone, but I I do like how I mean as much as I said the scene goes on and on like the the cop scene, uh, it is kind of funny the way the
1: cops are just like
3: dragging it out and then they're leaving and coming it, back. And then they it's come great
1: back. to see Neil
0: Flynn, uh, scrubs his own Neil Flynn as yeah, one of the cops.
1: I recognized him. Oh. Um also, I, I, yeah, they keep like they're asking questions about the van and so. <laughs> you know, is it, that
0: your van. Okay, it's nice. Another to see van the other that's two not go. very inconspicuous.
1: Yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah.
3: It's like some
2: like 70s like fantasy van or something.
1: ridiculous looking, like, them, yeah.
3: Them? <laughs> the, uh, and then
2: we basically go right into the uh, big construction scene set piece. Yeah. <laughs> not
3: before another sad nanny and mom scene. Uh, get like, you out you know of here. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to talk in about In between
1: it. every scene. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, a lot of good gags in the construction thing. I like it when uh, the guys... Not enough, no, I It I like it yeah. when the, it goes you guys long fall time. into the things... Just, yeah it, uh,
2: well there's a really funny cool. shot of a joey pants dummy slamming into that a is okay that is my favorite thing i laughed so, it's so hard funny but
3: they yeah. hang on it for so long after it <laughs> happens i was like he's dead they are not trying to hide the fact that it's a dummy but they, well, that's what the joke is i know but they yeah. don't they don't cut away from it
4: <laughs> it's, it's just, like it feels,
1: it feels it's like it's like, like 20 seconds just <laughs> looking at him <laughs> It's
3: so funny. That one is great. This is like the big ILM scene. I mean, they... they yeah. Well, there's a lot of little,
2: miniature stuff too.
3: Yeah, there is. You can tell like the uh, construction site, they have like a big psych of the uh, of the city behind them. But there is one that one scene where I think Baby Bank kind of climbs out onto a girder and we get a big pan across yeah. Chicago. That's the poster the I remember
0: seeing for this movie. I remember it about like the baby up on like one of those beams. Right, okay. It's weird. There were so many like marketing things i don't think they knew how to market it because some of them are like just the baby in a taxi cab and then other ones are like yeah. him yeah, up on right. the construction site there's so much like and then yeah i think they just got that gorilla like after the fact like oh we need something else let's can we get a g- what happened to got like it's being used on another movie all right let, let's send the intern yeah. out to the
2: halloween yeah. store and get one
1: everyone loves rick,
3: rick baker goes into his vault yeah i got a couple of gorilla
2: costumes <laughs> yeah me. this'll be like that uh, star wars cantina scene yeah exactly for the baby's day out poster mm-hmm.
3: use everything but yeah, this um,
0: construction scene, uh, fifteen minutes long. I timed it out, so
3: it's it's crazy because I you could have you know I remember watching the Red Letter Media uh video for this like way back when, and you would think like the entire movie is just this construction mm-hmm. site scene, like it, it's it's so long.
1: Well, you can't just have a whole movie on a construction site. Well, yeah. well maybe you can. I don't know. Yeah. It'd probably be better.
2: Better than this. I'll take that challenge. I guess. <laughs> They do all
0: get covered in stuff. Like that's a big thing in this scene. They all yeah. get drenched yeah. in like goo.
3: Yeah, it's all this like I don't know what or Joe like.
1: Montana. It looks like I guess it's supposed to be glue, but it looks like uh, custard.
3: or something yeah but it's just and i every time i see that in a movie i'm just i feel so sorry for the actors like that must be the most uncomfortable
0: day on you know it's like thinking of the the gags in home alone where like you know daniel stern stepping on the nail and stuff like that like it's all very quick cut like we Mm -hmm. get we get the reaction we get them in pain and then we're on to the next scene whereas this like they hold on them a little too long
1: Mm-hmm. yeah there's that it's scene like, where like, being like
0: yeah almost as if they're
2: like we need to pause for
0: the laugh and it's like no 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 keep moving
2: keep moving yeah. there's that scene where brian haley
0: jumps off and lands on like the elevator and like he's kind of like frozen for what feels like a minute and a half
3: <laughs> yeah he says oh my spine yeah <laughs> and then
2: like he ends up on a cart and the cart is moving all around and i mean it, that cart stuff is funny where he gets up and he doesn't know he's on a car yeah. and he's like, Whoa. <laughs>
1: i mean i was like getting vertigo because like i'm afraid of heights and like just watching this i was like Ugh, it, it kind of f- freaks me out
3: there's a really funny shot it's like looking down i think it's like brian haley maybe he like falls into a dumpster it's, like, yeah it's really well done
1: i love like I said, he, his the head guy's hits a bucket it, yeah <laughs> yeah and then joey montane sorry joey Montaigne, joey pants he gets into like a cement, wet cement. And then later he's like, I got to get this off before it dries. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. What's
2: weird about this whole sequence is it doesn't really build to like the big climactic finale you think it will no. it just kind of runs out of steam and it's like that's it yeah it's like you yeah. know he's trapped at the top Yeah,
3: Joe Montana gets like out on a I don't know it's like a construction crane or he something somehow he's yeah. on
1: like a ball on a chain <laughs> I,
3: I t- like you expect it to be like collapsing by the end yeah but like it just sort
0: of like the sun sets
1: and then all the construction workers go home go and they're just the like see ya um, and then yeah they... I do have there's
0: a steam whistle and all the construction <laughs> workers just drop what they're doing Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah they, they leave, leave
0: all the equipment like in midair, and they're just yeah. like oh, time <laughs> <laughs> home.
1: yeah and of course at this point the baby is being lowered down onto a platform that has no one manning it mm-hmm. um and no one even looking at it um and he just crawls away he crawls that's, away that's
0: what i think is the Vern troyer shot
1: oh
3: oh and he crawls around the corner
0: yeah because you can tell by the hair it's like the, when you get that like there's that scene too where they're in the limo coming up where it's like the baby's looking out the back of the window that baby was not in that set because oh. it's it's just you can tell every even like when it's supposed to be on his face it's all like blacked out and it's oh, okay. it's it just I don't know if yeah they because I'm I'm assuming like with a baby even with twins you can only have them work like what six hours a day or so
1: yeah so they would have had to shoot around that hmm. um, which okay. that's probably why
0: there's so much stuff with like the mom and the nanny and all this like these sappy moments is because they mm. really you couldn't have this baby in every scene It'll, oh they they try but yeah. it's it, you can't you know for child labor laws i'm sure they had to like work around that and uh yeah i think that's why so many like producers didn't want to touch this movie
1: well if it happened now you know what it would be It'd be the son of the mask C- baby. CGI baby. And I don't want Wouldn't that Wouldn't be either. funny. No.
2: Well, maybe Roger Ebert would like it more considering that uh, you guys have seen that famous video review, right? Where he gets into a fight with Gene Siskel about it. No, I don't about
3: think About this so. movie?
2: Yeah. Gene Siskel yeah. gives it a sums up and like Roger Ebert is like furious. And his main sticking point is that like it he wants you to laugh at a baby in danger. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah.
1: The baby's not even really in danger. Yeah, it's like
3: I hate in movies like this where they have to keep showing reaction shots of the baby having fun and smiling. Yeah, or like they yeah. uh, they do that with like uh foley as well. They just do it with like a sound effect. Of the baby like hee 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 like giggling. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Something...
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> he did uh, ADR on this movie. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> So, like, we get through the big construction climax, which the poster and the trailers would lead us to believe is the finale of the film. And it's like, yes. nope, like Joe said, there's still 20 minutes left to this movie. This is
3: insane. It should wrap up at this point. Like the And parents- I didn't remember
2: what the end was, but
0: then I remembered that shot of Eddie Bracken, like, watching the news at that old soldier's home. They cut to him earlier in the movie. Right. Very randomly. And it's like... Yeah, mr duncan i think is his name from home alone 2 yeah cl- classic character uh just seems like a very sweet old man and i guess that's like they're they're gonna foreshadowing that we're coming back to this character yeah, also just, apparently baby bank knows an old soldier's home by the site so <laughs>
2: <laughs> was that in the book too yeah oh my god <laughs> so wait you said that there was like a pig that's not in the movie that was in the book
0: there's one scene where the, he looks at like the book, and there's a pig. It's like oh, okay. a really
2: weird, like humanoid pig-looking face. <laughs> yeah, w- what? What's weird about this whole climax is the movie seems to think we want to see these guys finally be arrested, and it's like we don't care. It just makes me feel sad.
1: No, no uh, yeah, let
0: the baby go home, and not, yeah, it doesn't it. matter. Yeah, but that true. when when uh, Fred Thompson comes in and is like, we got this report. All the, the baby here, the baby there. And when, you, when you realize what's happening, it's like, oh no. And then, yeah, Cynthia Nixon, who's like, the baby's following,
4: oh God, the book it's
0: such a weak Ugh. reveal of like I know wait. where
1: he's going to be next. it's a terrible uh like like yeah, obviously like it's like we're supposed to be like surprised by this, I yeah, but it,
0: it's yeah. so
3: lame he didn't even need that connection because there is
0: like earlier in the movie, they at least bother to like show transitions of what the images look like <laughs> in the book, so the baby sees the bus and it cuts the like the image from his book. But like towards the end of this movie, it's like how he goes from the construction site to just knowing where a retirement home is. <laughs> it's it's just
2: completely yeah, it's pulled out of nowhere. And this climax has no big slapstick or anything. No, you just get arrested. No, no. The and tone is forever. ridiculous.
1: And the music is insane. Oh, the, it the, is so inappropriate. It's like, oh. oh, oh, oh. oh it's it's <laughs> like, <laughs> awful. What? Just awful. What am I supposed to be feeling right now? Yeah. It, it was so, like, from a different movie. That's yeah. how I felt.
0: Well, apparently, according to Brian Haley, this was one scene that uh, John Hughes oversaw, was this whole old soldier's home
4: bit with them singing
0: this is the army Mr. Brown or something yeah Yeah, he oversaw (laughs) that scene so I don't know if like tonally that's what he imagined the movie would be more like Mm. because it it does feel like a completely different movie
3: yeah and it's like well it's another opportunity to wrap up the movie it's like okay have them come there pick up the baby that's it
0: hey great but also, I love that a baby just wandered in there and no one bothered to call the police. They're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah let's exactly. sing with them. Let's sing to it. So yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, Roy Wally from Vacation that oh, uh, Chevy Chase right. takes hostage.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay.
2: And so this movie wraps up. We got we got smiles on our faces and tears on our cheeks. No, no. And we no, we Justin. can't wait Justin. for the. Yeah, no. I know. No, one more it's, book, right? No, boo It's
3: it's not over. It's not over.
1: What's what's it? Go on. No, I'm just saying. You're just saying it's not over. Well, when I, I, I was talking like, about the inappropriate music, I was talking about this scene, the clock tower, or the what, the, whatever, whatever the, it is. The oh. tick tock. Yeah, a coffee thing. The TikTok tock
0: and the boo boo. And <laughs> the, it's just like, it's utterly ridiculous. Even
1: the cop is like, had enough of the movie at this point. Well, <laughs> the, the fact. How would
2: you have like a big clock and no one hangs off of it?
4: I know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: That's
0: yeah. true, yeah. It like they it come very sort of... close. They, they end up on that roof early in mm-hmm. the movie and nothing happens with that clock. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess because what? Baby Bank is saying boo-boo. They they realize that that's where the book is, meaning that's must be where the kidnappers is.
3: Yeah, so they turn this motorcade around d- based on the mom's hunch that that's what the baby means.
0: <laughs> they get the helicopters out too.
3: Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah. they yeah. say, go send, yeah, send rich. backup.
2: They, like, you know, they're helping the people. Yeah, that, exactly. They always help. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah so yeah they they uh, so I guess they arrest the three guys and that's it like there was no big payoff no. like no. to that scene it's
0: well that so would have weird. happened
2: in the uh, baby's trip to China yeah <laughs> right. which I'm sure if they had made in 1996 would have been very uh inoffensive and exactly. politically correct was that actually planned yes oh, ha- wait, yeah what?
0: that that to me is like John Hughes that just like there's a level of ego there where it's like all right home alone and home alone 2 you know they were huge you know this is going to be just a huge hit so we're just going to lead right into that sequel and it's like yeah not happening yeah unlike
2: well hey if disney needs more content
1: (laughs) how is
0: baby's day out doing on there it's going to be like a 12 part uh series for disney plus they're
1: going to reboot it like they did that home alone home sweet and then uh
3: they'll they'll have a documentary on disney plus with peter jackson finding the script of oh, baby <laughs> he's, he's gonna
0: find that lost footage Band and give us the, the four-hour version
3: yeah i couldn't uh, <laughs> you
4: know
3: the, the text was very faded so i used ai to uh, to boost the text and then now <laughs>
2: what uh, if peter jackson admits he's like i'm blind i've been <laughs> blind for the last 10 years
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I know that I, you, you were, you and Will were really, really rough on the <laughs> digital smoothing of Get Back. It and is, I know yeah, it looks like bad, shit, but. Come on, it's it, it's still cool. Well, but it looks like shit. Yeah. Saying the fact that we could see all that footage was cool. Yeah, that's great.
2: Yeah, just give us the footage though. Yeah. Don't
3: smooth it out. Well, there is a there's a fine line. It's like you know, yes. maybe maybe clean maybe it up to a much. certain point, but uh, when you see it in this new music video, cut, oh. cut back back to back with like actual yeah. old grainy footage. Yeah. it looks like AI generated. Like it doesn't look real.
0: That early CG and like the frighteners looks
2: better. Oh
3: yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
1: yeah
2: yeah I, I just think no one's telling him no, and he's like, I guess this is good, yeah. <laughs> like oh, I can, he just really hates grain man
1: um okay, yeah. so the movie is over, but uh <sighs> Joe, you have not said what your favorite thing was about the movie I, <laughs> I think
0: honestly it's the it's the three of them. it's any scene mm-hmm. with these three guys in it and especially this like i love the stuff when they're like trying to put the baby to sleep and they're like smacking each other and like that three stooges stuff to me i think that works it's just everything else just really takes away from that but yeah i love the two joes and brian Haley. they're they're just really funny
3: what if they they came back it was like a like they get their own spin up. like a new adventure yeah
0: that'd be great they're 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 finally getting out of prison yeah but there's no and they're there's... going they're they're going after like 30 year old baby bank
4: <laughs> That's the reboot You want to do
2: it one more time? Yeah. yeah.
0: They've been they've been like harboring revenge all these years in prison and they're they're just they're going out after him.
2: And Joe Montana uh turned into a baby. He gets hit in the head or something like that and they have to save him. <laughs> what? Lots of opportunities there. Uh, yeah, it's just amazing
0: that this movie comes out Fourth of July weekend in 1994. <laughs> oh my. And God. apparently that's only because James Cameron needed more time for True Lies. And Fox was like, all right, we need a movie to fill the summer <laughs> slot. Like, let's let's rush Baby Stay Out. So that's why there's, like, so much wonky tech stuff in this movie. Like, they just wanted it out as quick as possible. And it opened, like, against the Lion King. So, like, oh, it just got... Oh, my God. I think it now, opened at number nine. Like, it just got destroyed. Oh,
2: wow. Where do you stand, Joe, on the Fairley Brothers Three Stooges?
0: Uh, I think there's a lot of good in it. But I think it was, like, it, the concessions they had to make to get that movie made, like, kind of ruin it.
2: Oh, I love that Three Stooges movie. Yeah, there's there's good in everyone. There's good
0: in it. It's just like the stuff with the Jersey Shore cast. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can look past that. It's like there's a lot of studio stuff where they're like, "Well, we're not gonna take a a plunge on a a brand that's like 70 years old, so we got to put some." I get why they did it, but Mm -hmm. to me, it kind of takes away from the slapsticky stuff. But it's still, yeah, it's an admirable attempt.
2: All right. Well, that's it for Baby's Day Out that's until right. we do it again. Right, guys? Uh,
1: so, Baby's <laughs> so Day Out, two. as we mentioned, is on Disney+. Plus. And will we recommend it?
4: Uh, uh, no. no.
3: I would not.
1: I think uh, if you are a Joey Pants fan or a Joe <laughs> Montana fan, I would say yes. <laughs> a
2: Joe Montana completionist? Otherwise, yeah. no.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll, or maybe if you have kids. Like, your kids might... Would no. probably like this.
3: No. There's plenty of other stuff.
1: To I'm know, just trying to, to be nice. <laughs> um, I don't think it's like Patrick horrible. Reed Johnson could horrible. listen to
0: this. Brian
2: Haley could listen to
0: this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Again, so. it
0: seems like everyone had a had a good time making it. It yeah. just yeah. didn't translate over, which is always sad. But yeah, you gotta you gotta give uh, Patrick Reed Johnson credit for at least trying to make the best of it, and mm-hmm, he's yeah. had an interesting career, like we talked about.
1: Yeah, um, so if you want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at com, And we're on Twitter and Instagram and blue sky at no such thing pod. And if you would like to support the podcast, we're on patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie. And if you subscribe at the $5 level, you get a bonus episode every two weeks and also access to over a 100 of these bonus episodes, including some commentary ta- tracks and new uh, uh, full length episodes. And uh, uh, Colin and I were also recently on an episode of Stardana cast talking about all the Cube movies. So, if you're a fan of <laughs> yeah, I one. Hate Everything and uh, Your Movie Sucks, it was a really, really good time. You can find that on YouTube and all other places where podcasts are found. And if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at April at Mansky.
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Justin DeClue, and all the other social places there as well. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, SgtZima,
3: S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. How about you, Joe?
0: You can find me at Joe Ramoni on Twitter. And obviously, yeah, I run Hats Off Entertainment, and then we have a podcast called Almost Cult Classics, which you can find on all the podcast platforms.
2: Awesome. Guys, you're definitely going to want to check out, like, a video on Bad Santa 2, the best of Leslie Nielsen farting on television. <laughs> well. Wow.
1: I, I really Not like really
2: it. farting. I was a little disappointed. It's his fart machine. I, it's fart machine. I
1: like the video on the Chevy Chase talk show. Oh I rewatched God. that recently oh. just because it's so that, funny.
2: That Chevy Chase talk show, I think about him like throwing the basketball <laughs> and it cutting to a close up of the basketball going in all the time. I, I think I
3: told these guys, but I recorded that. I watched that show as it aired. Uh, <laughs> yes, and then you had all, I, I all videotaped like the first I don't know four episodes or three episodes wow. or something.
0: I think there are a few that are lost like to time. So it's a shame you don't have those. I think oh, there's a few yeah. like you can't find. Yeah, that they're, oh, they're really? just got to be. Yeah,
1: someone somewhere has taped them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're
0: they're in the same vault as the missing baby stay out footage. Oh. Exactly. So it's all in the same.
3: My VHS tape is in like a landfill somewhere with with all the baby Binks. Yeah, <laughs> robots that were used in this film.
4: Wow!
1: But guys,
0: thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun to talk about this movie with you. Yeah, and thanks as a for fan of, on. as a fan of this show. It was. It's been great.
1: Of course, our pleasure. Yeah. So, thank you for being on the show. And uh, I'm April atmansky
2: I'm Justin DeClue. I'm Colin Cunningham. We are here today with Joe Ramoni.
1: And remember, there is no such thing as a bad movie.